The Sixers need to bring back Kelly Oubre and Pat Bev next season. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash locked on NBA and use the code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Hello, my name is Keith Pompey and I'm the one of the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers. My right hand man Jay Mitch isn't in the building today, as you can see. So I'm riding solo. So you know you just chill with me for a little bit. But I got a lot to talk about. I want to talk to y'all about uh I got a question. And my mailbag, I do a weekly mailbag. Um, and on my mailbag, one of the questions were, should the 76ers bring back Pat Bev and Kelly Oubre next season? Definitely, definitely should. So we'll talk about that. Also, I want to advance tonight's game. 76ers are in Orlando to play the Orlando Magic. Now, we remember that the Sixers defeated the Magic. 112 to 92 back on December the 27th. They did that without Embiid. It was a game where uh, Tyrese Maxey had 23, Tobias Harris had 22, DeAnthony Melton had 22. You know, it was a, a pretty good game. Um, Mo Bamba played well. Uh, Marcus Morris had 14. So we'll talk about that and some other things. But here's the deal. I was asked on Twitter about bringing back uh, Pat Bev and and, uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. And, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a tough question to answer. It was actually really easy. You know, the thing about it is when you look at Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre has been, in my opinion, in my opinion, he has been the 76ers' best offseason addition. He has. Now, you know, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, I, I'm even talking about, you know, they re-signed it. They re-signed um, Paul Reed. Great, great guy. They had to bring him back, in my opinion. But when you look at what Kelly Oubre Jr. has been able to do, I mean, his athleticism, his shooting, um, a better, way better defender than – I gave him credit for being um, his length, his versatility. I mean, yes, bring this brother back. I mean, real. I'm being real, right? Bring him back. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, he can play the two, he could play the three, he could come off the bench, he he can start. Um, I mean, they got a ridiculous stat when he's in the starting lineup. Um, I believe they're, I want to say they're undefeated when he and Joel Embiid are both in the start. I think they lost one game. They lost one game when 
No, no. They're undefeated when he and Joel Embiid are both in the starting lineup together, right? So, you know, you look at that. Um, you, you say you have to, right? Um, now, again, they will have some options. Now, he will have some options. Now, this summer was one of those things where the Sixers were the only team that, that wanted to deal with them. Um, you know, you look at that and you say, why? And you understand that he had some spots where, you know, they said in the past, you know, he wanted a larger role than what they were willing to give him, right? Well, he doesn't have that type of role here, but he's very successful in this role. Meaning, you know, when he was in Golden State, the thing was that there was times where they wanted him to come off the bench. They wanted him to come off the bench. He wanted to remain in the starting lineup. Now, here, he starts sometime. He comes off the bench other times. But he's just been the man. Now, let's talk about Pat Beverly. Bev provides toughness. You know, there's been games where he came up with key offense with a key offensive rebound or scrambled to get a loose ball or defended at an elite level. You know, right now, everything is going his way. Now, if he becomes disgruntled or becomes a negative influence, if things don't go his way, they may decide not to resign him. But as long as he's on board, contributing and positive, he's a solid fit. Um, you know, so the thing is, he does turn 36 in July. So that could be a negative. But aside from that, I mean, I'm telling you, Pat Brev brings something that the Sixers haven't had. I mean, we talk about the toughness. We talk about his tenacity. We talk about, I don't know, man. They just, they had it like P.J. Tucker's that dude, right? He was that guy. Marcus Morris is here now, Philly through and through. That guy. But what Pat Bev brings is something that the Sixers needed a long time ago. And I think that, you know, we don't know what they're going to do with Marcus Morris. Like, we honestly don't. We don't We don't know what's going to happen with him. But I'm here to tell you, like, Pat Bev, you got to keep. In my opinion, you have to keep this guy. At, at least, you know, moving forward. You, you have to keep him. I think that... Um, as long as everything is going well, he's a perfect fit. I love what he brings to him. Now, Aaron lies with another question that somebody said to me. They said, Keith, should the Sixers go out and get a backup point guard? And what you look at, sometimes you say to yourself, maybe, Right? But the problem with making a trade for a backup point guard is that you will limit Beverly, right? Beverly is an important part to the team because he prized something the Sixers didn't have. Like I said before, tenacity. He's an agitator. His mentality is we can beat anyone. He gives them toughness and aggressiveness. He also gives them their first legitimate uh, backup point guard since the process began. So by Trading for a backup point guard, the Sixers would probably take minutes away from a valuable piece um, of the team. That's why I would hesitate there. They need to add a role player, non-star, regardless of the position, who can defend and score. But as I said earlier, 
adding a backup point guard who um, would take away from Beverly. And that's how I feel. Like, that's how much he brings to the team. I don't know if – I mean, I wouldn't do it. I'll be honest with you. Maybe you could get something else. I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. Um, I, I, I would not do it. I feel like that he brings too much to the table for you to just go out there and just bring in another guy for the sake of bringing one in. Um, again, I get some people may have some concerns about well, what's going to happen in the playoffs and this and that. But if it comes down to taking minutes from this guy, in my opinion, who provides all this toughness and stuff like that, I, I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I like what he brings, y'all. Seriously. I, I love what he brings. And and the funny thing is, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, and initially I thought it was like they were getting him a little bit too late, a couple years too late. But, um, you know, Pat Brev has been a a, a a a solid a solid addition for this team, a, a extremely solid addition for this team. You know, I want to talk about the game, tonight's game. But before I talk about the game, I want to talk to you guys about eBay Motors, right? I want to talk to you guys about my man, Josh Lloyd. So here's the deal. So Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win a fantasy fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle, right? If you have – so, if you know, my thing is – I got a car. I had a hoopty. I had a a 2008. I'm going to call it a hoopty because I like it. It was a, a 2008 Camry. I put a lot of miles on it. You know, I loved the car. Did a lot of things with it. And the thing about it is, the thing I liked about eBay Motors is because I needed to keep this car running. Great engine great everything but stuff was wearing down on the car so it was one of those things where i would go to ebay motor and i would check out stuff and i would get things for my car for cheap now yes you could say i could have went to the auto place or you know somewhere else and and bought it but i always felt like that i got a better deal and i not felt like i knew that i got a better deal at ebay motors i knew that everything worked out for me so, right. So the thing is, with Josh Lloyd and eBay Motors, every, you know, they teamed up together and they bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. Now, the guy that I'm going to give you today is going to be Mason Plumbing. He's a new starter for at least four weeks with the Clippers. Pumley can be a serviceable center for your fantasy team while you wait for a Zubek to return, right? So you got to go with Mason, just like you have to go with eBay Motors. Why? Because with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof wrap, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor have it, has it. 
And with eBay's guarantees fit, is guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look at these prices. You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Now, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Telling y'all, do it today, people. Do it. Well, look, the Sixers play the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic, great team, young team. You know, you you expect the Sixers to win tonight. They have Joel Embiid back. But the thing that I like about Orlando is that they a little bit remind me of the post-championship Toronto Raptors that Nick Nurse had. Nick Nurse, we all know, is the coach of the Sixers. We all know that he won the championship in his first year with the Toronto Raptors as the head coach. But since then, after Kawhi and them left, they had some young talent. They um, they were they were long, they were athletic, and he turned them into a playoff team. Now, when you look at this Orlando Magic team right now, you have to say that. They were worse than what Nick Nurse's team was, right? And so you you have to say that. But also at the same time, when you look at it, they also had better players than what Nick Nurse had. And what I mean by that is, yes, Nick had Pascal Siakam. He had Fred Van Vliet. Um, both of those guys, however, were, you know, uh, undrafted, uh, you know, type of guys. Um right? Second round picks. He had those type of players on his team. They developed, now Fred and and Pascal developed into all-stars. Now, when you look at this Orlando Magic team, they have a lot of what you say lottery picks in there. And Pablo Branchero, you know, he was the first overall pick, Um, you know, not this draft, but the other draft. He's the reigning rookie of the year. So, you know, this guy can really play. They can really play. He's he's a, a dynamite player, right? So right now, you look at this team, they're eighth in the East. They got a 22-19 and 19 record. Um, you know, they, they started off strong. They're starting to come down to earth a little bit, right? But you look at it and you say, like, they got Franz Wagner, Pablo Vanchero. They have Wendell Carter Jr. They have Jalen Suggs. They have Anthony Back, uh, Black, Cole Anthony. You know, they have a lot of good guys, right? And I really love what the coach is doing. Last time they played, though, uh, the Sixers really pitted on them in the fourth quarter. They went on a run um, to break the game open. It was a close game. But then when you look at Pablo, he basically struggled in that fourth quarter, right? The team basically struggled. You know, Wagner was 
one for four. Pablo was one for six. Jalen Suggs, who had a phenomenal game early on, was 0 for three. So the Sixers really stepped up their defense. And the thing about that game that also stood out to me was how Tobias Harris didn't really shoot the ball particularly well, but he made a lot of winning plays. He shot 10 for 23. He had 22 points. You know, Tyrese Maxey, he used that game as a, a, a basically a, a bounce back game after struggling mightily against Miami. He had a, a team high 23 points, so nine for 18 shooting with three for six from the field. Now the Sixers are going to miss DeAnthony Melton. Like DeAnthony Melton had 22 points in that game. He's not playing in this game. His back issues, but he shot eight for eight for 13 from the field, four for seven on threes. Right, and Pat Bev, I keep telling you, he keeps producing. You know, Pat Bev was at 10 points. He was four for seven. And Marcus Morris, North Philly, North Philly, Mook Morris, he had 14 points. He was six for 14 from the field. And he was killing them from the from the nail. Like they were running the offense through him, uh, through the nail. So, you know, I expect the Sixers to win tonight. Um, but I, I I expect Joel Embiid to have a good game. I do. Um, but at the same time, um, I do expect Orlando to play better. I mean, I, I expect them to put four quarters together. Four quarters. Last time they just struggled mightily in the fourth now. You could say the Sixers did certain things, but it was also one of those things where they just shot poorly. Now, the Sixers did step up their D, but that team, they were just missing shots. They, they were just missing shots, you know. Um, and when we when we talk about Tobias's play, this is what Nick Nurse had to say about it last game. I thought he played really at a good tempo tonight. He really went in um, – it went when 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 it was there. He held up and played with good rhythm. When it wasn't, he got to the spots he wanted to get to. I think he's a really good shooter. He needs to make some threes for us. Um, he has some good luck this year. And then, you know, obviously Pat and Marcus played well. That's what uh, Nurse said. He, he said I thought Covington. I didn't know how many steals he had, but he made a couple key stats there. I thought Mo talking about Mo Bamba. Had a really good stint early and, and rebounded it well. I thought his first half stint was excellent, and which is true. Now the thing is, is, is one of the things Cub isn't going to make the trip, so that's something they're going to lose. Covington hasn't played since December the thirtieth. Um, you know he has that knee swelling issue, so we'll see how that works out for him. But you know you got to give the Sixers credit; they played well, and I want to see what they can do this uh, tonight. I think they will do extremely well. I think they'll play well. I think the Sixers, uh, I think they'll get this victory. Um, and then I think they're going to, they're going to beat, beat Charlotte tomorrow night in, in Charlotte. I do. I, I really do. And then guess what they have one day off and then guess what? They got, they, they play uh, the Spurs. Wimby, Wimby is coming. It's going to be Wimby against Embiid. So that's going to be exciting to watch to see what happens. But uh, everything starts tonight with a young team. I feel like the Sixers, 23 and, and 13. This is a good test for them or a good mark for them. They got these two games, next thing you know, that were right near the halfway point um, of the season. So we'll look, they can evaluate, see what they're doing, all that whole nine. Everything is 
is is is going well for them, right? Everything is going well. And when we get back, we just want to talk about some more tidbits, some questions, and and about you know we talked about the Indiana Pacers yesterday. Um, we're going to talk about you know do the Sixers really need to make a move? Do they really need to make a move? Before we do it, I want to talk about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stats projection and watch the winnings roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across the bat, the um, basketball from a special league, a league created for a combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points. You can now find comedian plays under the promos tab of the app to visit entries for some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Right? So you can do all that. Right? Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Right? Again, go to prizepicks.com locked on NBA and use the promo code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, you know, um, the thing about the Sixers, a lot of people think that do they need to make a trade? You know, um, it's kind of like a quandary to me, right? And the reason why it's a quandary is because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they could beat the Boston Celtics. If you ask me, do they need to make a trade to beat the to 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 beat the me uh, to beat the um the Milwaukee Bucks? No, they don't have to. I mean, I think that the Sixers right now got a better team than the Bucks. I get it. I know that the Bucks are in second place. The Sixers are in third, but I'm not. If I'm the Sixers, I'm not afraid of the Bucks. I think they could beat them. Now, when it comes down to the Celtics. They can't beat them. Like, you know, the, to me, two of the best free agents out there were Pascal Siakam and OG Ovenoke. Both of those guys have since been moved. OG, they were both former Toronto rappers. Now OG is playing for the New York Knicks and Pascal is playing for the Pacers, right? I don't know if there's another player out there, like, that can help the Sixers get there. No. You know, there's Bondon, Bondanovic, a great shooter. He provides that. But he's going to be a liability on the defensive end, right? And then, you know, some people talk about Zach Levine and this and that and the whole nine. But in order to get him, you know, you're going to have to get rid of certain players, I assume, right? Um, And then not only that, I don't even know if he's going to mesh well with the Sixers. Like, I I, I just don't. Um, So my thing is, you got to be careful because 
right now this whole chemistry thing is working well. I mean, I know that you got a lot of guys on this team on expiring contracts. This something that's going to mess up the chemistry. You just don't. You don't want to mess up this chemistry that the team has. So with all that being said, like, I think the Sixers may be better, like, getting a a role player, a non-star, non-starter, someone who can help them out. And then from there, like, I don't know, try things out afterwards. Um, you know, I, I really like what Tobias Harris has been doing lately, you know, as the third star. But it's weird because I think when we say third star, we always think that you have to be a certain way. And I don't want to call him the third star. I think that he's just been a valuable addition. And that's not a knock. I'm not knocking him. No, no, he's a good player. But when you think of star, we've got to think about you got to produce scoring. Now, he had 32 points, 37 points on back-to-back night. But what he did the last game, providing solid defense against the Joker, Nikola Jokic against the Denver Nuggets, you know, stepping up during the stretch and, 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 and carrying them for a stretch, blocking shots, doing all those other things. The other game, doing, like, role-player stuff. Those are the things he has to do in order for them to win. Like, there's going to be nights where he doesn't get a lot of shots, but he has to be productive, and he's been doing that lately. He really has. He's been playing aggressive, too. So right now he's playing at an elite level, unless you can go out there and get somebody way better than him. I don't know if I'm getting rid of And DeJounte Murray, I know his name keeps coming up. I'm going to write about that. Um and I'm torn because I love what Marcus Morris brings, right? I mean, I'm a torn. I like Marcus Morris. I want him to stay because I look at what he does in the postseason. But he might be someone that you can get DeJounte for. But then the thing about DeJounte, you got to make sure that that's going to work out. So I don't know. There's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. A lot going on. But look. I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, I want to let you know that you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's free and available. Uh, you can go to the YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers YouTube. And when you do that, you become a subscriber. Click on the Liberty Bell to become a new subscriber. You also get notifications when this podcast comes back. I'm going to try to have a podcast for y'all. Not try. I'm definitely going to have a podcast for y'all recapping tonight's game and uh you know then i'll have another one this weekend too so i want to thank y'all for listening and i want y'all to have a blessed day